0: Crypto's is not going away, and investment opportunities continue to remain in the creation of a layer of technology that can help normalize the crypto world with what we're all familiar with in traditional financial services. The more and more of a build-out you can make of things like accounting packages, tax reporting, and those sort of normalizations around distributed ledger technology the deeper distributed ledger cryptocurrency blockchain is going to get into the daily financial services sector.
1: Welcome back to Chat with Leaders, where we amplify the voices of leaders who use business and influence as a force for good. We believe that it's their example that will have a tremendous impact on our next generation of servant leaders who will carry us forward into our bright, sustainable future. I'm your host, Jeff Bond, and today you'll hear a chat we recently had with Sean Banks, partner at TTV Capital, alongside William Smith, our partner at Clear Media Strategies at the TAG Fintech South 2022 in-person conference at the Georgia World Congress Center. This event is a world-class summit with its nexus in Atlanta, a global financial technology hub that's home to more than 200 fintech companies with the top 10-15 fintech companies in Georgia alone generating more than $100 billion in revenue. TTV Capital is a venture firm with more than $350 million under management focused on early stage companies in the financial technology space. Sean shares some interesting insights around the state of financial services technology, cryptocurrency, opportunities to create new business models, how fintechs can start pushing their solution sets out to underserved communities to be more inclusive, and other ways that fintechs can be a force for good in the world. All right, let's jump right into this conversation with Sean Banks. Enjoy. Sean, how are you?
0: Doing great, Jeff. Thanks for having me.
1: Man, thank you so much for coming by. What brings you here today, and what are you excited about in the fintech space right now?
0: Sure. Uh, TTB TTV Capital, we're an early-stage uh, venture fund that focuses exclusively on fintech. It have been doing that for 21 years back before there was a fintech, and it was just tech-enabled financial services. I had the Distinct pleasure of being the chairman of TAGS FinTech Society for 13 years. So this is something that we started up under my watch and uh, the good team that uh, I left behind has been doing a great job. So I'm very proud of what they've been able to accomplish this year.
1: Wow. Well, I have to ask, given the that, that much time that's gone by, there's been so much innovation that you've seen come and go. So what is what's something that's up on the whiteboard today that you're seeing in the FinTech space that you could have never imagined when you got started?
0: Well, certainly you could look broadly at crypto. 13, 14 years ago, no one even thought about distributed ledger technology. It really has changed a lot of the way people approach solutions and solution sets. There's now a way to uncouple transaction processing and tracking of various assets or information that doesn't require a captive network. Mm. And those um, opportunities to create business models that utilize and really lever that technology have started to change a whole bunch of the way a lot of financial services institutions do business.
1: This is a really interesting, challenging time in financial markets. Where do you see crypto going and what, what are some of the trends in fintech that we're
0: seeing coming out of this disruption in financial markets? Sure, so one, when you talk about crypto, crypto's not going away. Investment opportunities continue to remain in the creation of a layer of technology that can help normalize the crypto world with what we're all familiar with in traditional financial services. And the the more and more of a build-out you can make of things like accounting packages, tax reporting and those sort of normalizations around distributed ledger technology, the deeper distributed ledger cryptocurrency blockchain is going to get into the daily uh, financial services sector. So then when you start thinking about broader financial services and what's going on with a downturn in this market, there's not necessarily one part of fintech that's going to change substantially. But you're seeing a broader change in the pace at which there's expectations around growth. Mm. So right now, as an early-stage investor, I want to see companies that have that are well-capitalized, thoughtful about their customer acquisition costs, understand the lifetime value of what each one of these customers brings to the table, and has a plan to weather what could be a really rough 18 months for the U.S. and global economy.
1: That's super interesting. What are you here at FinTech South to talk about?
0: I was fortunate enough to introduce Catherine Petralia and Rob Frowine, who were the this year's uh, Hall of Fame uh, inductees. And then tomorrow I'm on a panel discussing point of sale lending and e commerce. So if you think about buy now, pay later or the continued injection of credit and credit opportunities in every single element of a transaction, whether it's at the point of sale or all the way through e-commerce and e-commerce checkout.
1: So what is the biggest outcome that you hope, what is the inspiration that you hope most of the attendees that are here, the speakers, what do you hope the biggest takeaway is from all these speaking opportunities?
0: Well, we're coming off back-to-back virtual events and going into the pandemic right across the street here at Mercedes-Benz, We were pushing about 2,000 people and there was a lot of buzz. I'm glad to see a lot of folks here, maybe not as many as we had back then, but a normalization of, hey, let's get back to getting in person. And that's where a lot of the collective buzz that really set Georgia apart as being the leader in that last mile of payments in the fintech capital of the world. And this ecosystem report just came out. What what is the state of fintech in Georgia? State of fintech in Georgia is still very strong. We're still seeing um, companies all over the spectrum from the biggest, largest payment processors in fintechs. When you think about companies like Intercontinental Exchange and Global Payments and NCR Mm -hmm. with WorldPay and Fiserv and First Data, all having very significant presence here along with Deluxe. Visa just moved uh, 10,000 people into our building here in Midtown Atlanta. So you've got that at the very top. You've got a strong ecosystem around Georgia Tech and the ATDC of entrepreneurs that are spinning out of companies like Cabbage to be the next generation Mm -hmm. of fintechs to really make it big. And sitting in the middle, you've got companies like Greenlight and Greenwood, companies that have made it to, we're real big, we're not public yet, and they're on their way to really doing some special things around here.
1: So since we're at the conscious capitalism booth, how is fintech technology making
0: the world a better place? What's coming out of this that's good for the world? Well, I think it's really important to think about the fact that a lot of underserved communities are so well tech enabled now that fintechs can start to push their solution sets down to groups that otherwise would not get access to it. I know we're very bullish on what the team at Greenwood is doing. We're investors there for the Black Black community. Um, We're very excited about a company we have called Welcome Tech, which has created themselves starting with a payment card around being a digital Ellis Island for legal immigrants to the United States Mm -hmm. to help them start to participate in mainstream financial services where otherwise they were getting cut out of that for language barrier or anything else, you know, all the way down to, we have a wonderful entrepreneur named Jacqueline Rome who has created a co-parenting expense sharing app so that you can help divorced couples who don't want to co-mingle their funds handle in a, less combative way sometimes how they split expenses and who makes sure that mom isn't saddled with everything for buying the soccer shoes because dad's not willing to to pony up so Mm -hmm. all of those things we think are extremely important and valuable things that fintech can bring to make the world a better place
1: I love that. Especially the the thought around uh, financial inclusion and you talk about next generation and the impact that you can have. Yep. But obviously in a, a conscious business, you also have to be conscious about purpose and driving uh, profits while you're at it. Sure. So it's that intersection of profits, purpose, and people that we have to think about. No profits, no people. So it's not all the fluffy, like, hey, we're just doing good for the sake of it. But what is the, the business impact? We think about the great resignation and the way that, that attracts talent around purpose and how that drives profit. And more opportunities to serve your stakeholder community. So how are you seeing like those initiatives having a through line to actual business growth impact?
0: Sure. So, you know, it's always interesting when you have things like the great resignation, because what happens is you've got a changing nature of the relationship between employers and employees. And that then changes what kind of benefits, how they're paid, how they work, how somebody thinks about their overall compensation. Mm. That's a business opportunity. Mm -hmm. That's an opportunity for somebody to come up and figure out a way to shift away from traditional norms that might be a paycheck you receive on the 15th and the 30th. Why the 15th and the 30th? Because way back in the 1920s, that was about as often as the folks who were handing out checks or handing your money were willing to do it. And business got accustomed to borrowing essentially from their employees for 15 days or 30 days, deriving value from the labor of those employees. That's all changing now because of technology. Mm. If you look at early wage access technologies like the company Instant here in town, having the ability for an employee to get access to their pay the day that they've earned it is a game changer. And a lot of that has to go into what's going on with things like the Great Resignation, but just more broadly, the changing nature of the employee-employer relationship.
1: That is super interesting. Thank
0: you, Sean. You bet, guys. Thanks for having me.
1: Thanks for being here. Well, that wraps up another edition of Chat with Leaders. Thank you for investing your time with us today. If you haven't already, we would be grateful if you shared this episode with a friend and rated it on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts so we can pass down the wisdom from our guests to more aspiring leaders. If you're interested in launching a professional podcast to grow your business, we would love to help. Check out chatwithleaders.com for more information and feel free to reach out by emailing team at chatwithleaders.com. Thanks again and go be a leader worth following.